Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Sans Pants Radio. That's Rockcraft, big boy. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. And Sean, before you ask the important question, uh, there's been a lot of talk on social media about this podcast of recent based on the events of this weekend. Correct, yes. Uh, a lot of claims that we're going to be yelling. <laughs> Us? Oh. A lot of excited voices. Please. We are a, a very calm, measured uh, talking forum. Yeah. And I'd just like to get ahead of those claims and address it being but just letting everyone know that you're absolutely bloody right. Oh my God, I love footy! <laughs> It's coming to get ya. It's coming to get ya. Fuck. <laughs> footy's good, boys. Hey, footy's good. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do when it's September. I don't know. <laughs> You're going to be booking flights to Brisbane, that's for sure. The game ended and I said to my girlfriend, I think we might be going to play finals. And she just kind of sighed and went, oh, God, it's going to be an emotional month. <laughs> I like she's giving you the whole month. Well, yeah. She believes, mate. She, or oh, I don't know if she knew that the finals took place over a month, <laughs> but um, I will take it as that. Yeah, yeah. she believed, mate. Um, Ultimate belief. No, footy's pretty good, guys. Can I just, just before we, we continue and sort of dive in, just to let you know, just on the topic of finals, at the moment, all three of our teams are currently playing. If if the finals were held tomorrow... We'd all be in there. We'd all be in there. Fuck. We're all playing. Fucking hell. Uh, and on that note, my dad... Terence has thrown down the challenge. He says that if all three of our teams make finals, he will cook us a roast in the bye week. Oh, shit. That's big. <laughs> That's big news. Big, juicy news. Is he going to come to us or we got to go to July? No, we got to go to him. we got to go to the home Yeah, we've got to go to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what we can oh, do on the way, the way there? Biggest sexy land in Australia. Investigate. Hands-on journalism. Yeah, take, yeah, yeah. take a tape measure. Yep. Just need my eyes, really. <laughs> can you imagine walking in to a sexy land with a tape measure? <laughs> What do you hear the measure? Oh, you know, just all of it. <laughs> have you have you listened to How Good's Footy? Like, no, you're like, ah, oh, you'd understand. You gotta gotta get on that. Speaking of How Good's Footy, should we just jump into this round? Because there was a lot of crazy games. Yes. Starting with the Friday night clash. 
Two rounds in a row, the first game of the round has been decided by less than a goal. Uh, two rounds in a row where the result has been not what anyone probably thought it would be going in. None uh, of us tipped Three it. rounds in a row where it's been decided by a kick or less, and three rounds in a row where the... Uh, underdog? The underdog has won. Because the... uh, uh, three weeks ago it was Essendon beating GWS by a goal. Then we had Hawthorne beating Collingwood by four points last week. And then this Friday... West Coast lost to Collingwood by a point. Yep. The underdog. Cooked. Emphasis on the dog. <laughs> um, West Coast. What the fuck, guys? Uh, by 18 points. You, they were flying. Cooked it. And they then uh, didn't score for 43 minutes. Right. And then they kicked it behind. And then um, Jordan Ngoi stepped up and went, fuck you. They kicked two goals, one after halftime. Was that Collingwood or is that West Coast? West Coast. Collingwood kicked, what, seven in the last quarter? Uh, no, they, <laughs> they kicked three. <laughs> so, hey, don't let facts get in the way of a good story, Tom. Hey, I'm all about that. <laughs> Biggest I'm, comeback of all time. I told my brother the other day that uh, Geelong hadn't had a team score over 60 points against them. He went back through and in, like, literally one game was, like, 63, 66, 70. I was like, yeah, look, it was a good stat when I said it. <laughs> That's bad, Tom. Yeah. Two weeks ago, Adelaide scored 69 against you. Yep. The week before that, Port Adelaide beat you with a score of 67. Yep. <laughs> you know, Dusha, I know, because I did this yesterday with my brother. <laughs> he went through all of them. Port Adelaide's score was 67. Yep. And they beat you. Yep. It's disgusting. We're keeping teams that win to a margin. Just kick more goals, mate. What's happened to Geelong? We're fine. I don't know if you're fine. Yeah, I think we are. Heavy training mode, Sean. Tom, I don't have the heart to... We'll get to Geelong later. Don't worry. Anything more to say about this game except Josh Kennedy was back, but you may have missed it in the fact that he did fuck all. Yeah, he had five touches and didn't do anything. Um, uh, oh, no, actually, I've got a stat, boys. Yep. So Jared Cameron, son of... Son of... Brother of... <laughs> son of Charlie Cameron. Um, no, brother of Charlie uh, kicked four goals in the first quarter. Uh, which is insane. This is like his third game. At that point, after he kicked his fourth goal in the fourth quarter, in the first quarter, he was currently sitting on a stat of his last eight kicks had all resulted in goals. That's wild. I love that stat so much. And then he passed it halfway through the third quarter, and it's like, Jared! Yeah, when I mate. saw him having a field kick, I was just like, what are you doing, mate? <laughs> Get back in the goal square. Throw a handball. Yeah. Just uh, drop the it. ball and run away. Yeah. <laughs> Throw a handball, run onto it, kick the goal, son. So we spoke. Uh, look, it was a close game, but there isn't a lot to say about it because it was like this really sloppy second half. Uh, Nick Nat looking like he's probably injured again. Yeah. Um, no confirmation of that. Pendles yet, had surgery on his finger yeah, again. He, he could be out for six weeks. Pendlebury? Yep. Mm. Jeez. Broke his finger during the game. I'm pretty sure Nick Nat's gone for the year. Based on how cagey the Eagles are being? Well, just because like apparently it's the same injury that um, – Charlie Cameron had last year. Buddy's had it. Sava had it, I think. Yep. Libba. It's about a 12 week. To be fair, Libba and Joel Selwood both had it on the e- cusp of finals, both got back up. But that says more about Libba and Joel Selwood, I think, than it does. They about are injury. like smaller players. I feel like it. Nick Nat's got a heavier load, I think. He's got a jump, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's got a spring. Oh, God, it's been good watching him. It's been great watching him. That's sad. It is sad. Do you know what else is sad? What? Playing at the SCG as a home game and losing to Carlton. <laughs> oh, what happened? What was this? Is this the next game? 
That's the next game. Sydney Swans lost to Carlton. Essendon seems to have knocked the wheels off Sydney. <laughs> Didn't take much, though. The wheels are pretty wobbly. Yeah, the wheel, look, they'd won four in a, three in a row. These wheels were jelly, mate. Yeah, and then, yeah. Look, you breathed not, on them wheels and they wobbled. Remember how everyone was like, Sydney are going to make finals, and I was like, they're not going to make finals. Well, now they're definitely not going to make finals. I mean, Carlton could make finals now. <laughs> I paused because I was like, no, surely not. And then thought about it. No. Surely not. No, 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 no. There's one surprising team that can probably make finals now. We'll get to that Carlton. later. No. What are they on? How many wins? Four? <laughs> yes. Four. There's... And there's six games left? Yep. So ten wins. Yep. <laughs> we'll, we'll and get... a team gets suspended <laughs> for... Who's currently eighth? Essendon with nine. Well, it's happened oh, before. Shit. Oh, no. <laughs> I believe Carlton oh. will win the next six games by an average of 100 points. And I understand that also means that Geelong are losing to them in round 23. Actually, that exact scenario has happened. Exactly. Did they win 10 games that year as well? I think so. 10 or 11? I think it might have been 11. Fucking hell. So the best thing about this game was is that Carlton won in the week after Chris Judd had gone rogue and had been like, yeah, look, uh, the Cup Footy Club's not going to hire anyone on training wheels, so we're not going to take uh, David Teague as senior coach. And then the next day the board were like, yeah, Judd, what the fuck, guy? Don't say that shit. Um, <laughs> he's too aerodynamic for his own good, Juddy. Can I just say, hey, he's a big fuck, mm. and this is, this, is, this is why. This is why I have decided I don't like Chris Judd. Uh, he was on a podcast of Zach Tui's a while ago uh-huh. uh, where they talk about footy. And uh, is this a quote of a normal person? I actually find footy boring. What I'm really interested in is the stock market. Chris Chard is the most boring man in the world. I never liked him. Big flog. Don't say that. Don't like even if even if everyone knows that Teague isn't going to be the head coach next year. Why not though? But but sure, why not? But let's just say he's not going to. Let's say yes, you are going to look for someone experienced. You've got buy-in right now from players where he's got to coach them for the next six games. Those players here, oh yeah, no, this guy's not going to be the head coach. It's like why do I care that play for him every week? Get rid of Juddy. Get rid of him. Put him in the Vizzy bin. Wheel him off the street. Take him to Recycle Town. Fuck off back to West Coast. Fuck off back to Boringsville. Go to the fucking stock market, you big wanker. Go to Wall Street, you big knob. You big, <laughs> you bald man. Hey, there's a big bull scrotum in on Wall Street. There you go. go. Blend in. Go, go stand under Polished the- balls, put Juddy's head next to it. It's all the same. He is bullshit and his head looks like a ball sack. So yep. he'd fit in perfectly there. Anyway, also, we saw something with this game that is like the reverse of what happens when you fire your coach. They uh, Sydney confirmed that they wouldn't be sacking Horse. Yep. Lost the next game to Carlton because he knew his job was safe. I wonder how often that ha- that's happened. I reckon it's happened a couple of times because I feel like Ken Hinckley did it last year and lost the game after he was re-signed. Probably lost every game. <laughs> Speaking of heads that look like scrotums. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, Horse, oh, Sydney, I don't know. They're fine. Bit of a blip, I think. Yeah, like, again, they're rebuild. Not re- they're, they're very young. They are uh, rebuilding. Like, rebuilding is the right way. And, and I think yeah, people definitely. people don't realise that actually both Carlton and Sydney are probably closer in terms of where they're at developmentally than people probably yeah, acknowledge because Sydney have been able to, like, remain a bit more successful. Weirdly, I think a lot of people in footy media still have, like, a, the old slow tag when it comes to Sydney, and it's like, if you looked at the list, yeah. like, what the fuck? I think they're the what second are they youngest. That on? Do they look at like Jared McVeigh and, and Buddy's age and go, oh, yeah, they're, they're old. old and slow. <laughs> it's like there's, there's, there's three old blokes there. Grundy's retired. Yep. Buddy's injured and McVeigh's injured, and they traded Hanbury. So mm. it's Kieran Jack, and he's fine. But Kieran Jack, isn't he like 28? 
Or am I way off? Is he older? Oh, maybe he's older. Even if he's older, he's like, what, 30? If that. Play for another three years. Yeah, 10 years. <laughs> While they're in the business of Sydney. <laughs> I mean, Carlton could play finals, you know? You've heard it here first, guys. Uh, I know that we don't condone betting on here, but I just had a look at the game and Carlton can't make finals and have no premiership odds. Well, I guess that's what you call mathematically impossible. Yeah, mathematically impossible. But it's not mathematically Mathematics impossible. Mathematics have it is shut top. the door on the Carlton. No, no, no. If they final. win every game by 200 points for the rest of the year, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because that would require GWS, Adelaide, Essendon, Port Adelaide, Western Bulldogs and Richmond to win no more than two games for the rest of the year, all six teams. Yep, I believe. And if any of those teams I just listed, so four of those six, if they win one game for the rest of the year, Carlton can't make the finals. No, I believe. They probably play each other, Tom. So it probably literally can't happen. Yeah, yeah. (sighs) Next year, though, Tom, you can follow Carlton as much as you want. I don't want to follow them. Get behind them. No, I don't want to. No, Tom, you clearly... Brad Scott will be coaching probably. <laughs> oh, well, in that case... <laughs> You'll love it. Never play finals again. <laughs> Speaking of coaches I hate, Hawthorne put another, just like another nail into Ross's coffin. He's not lost four in a row. And yes. they're... And, and they were... So they were seven and five and people were going, Freo might play, including me. <laughs> Freo mm. might play finals. They've turned it around. They've since lost every game fairly comprehensively, including a game where they were about six goals up against Carlton yep. at home and cooked it. Well, they got within a couple of points in this game and then Hawthorne just kicked away again. Yeah, they cooked it. They cooked it. Look at how many goals they kicked in the first quarter. Have a look. Continued their goal-kicking skills from the previous Ooh, week. Zero. They yep. didn't kick any goals. They kicked four. Guess who kicked three of them? I'm going to guess five. Correct. I reckon they'll lose to Sydney next week. I reckon they're done. And I hope that they do lose to Sydney next week, and then I hope they lose every other game for the rest of the year, and then as many games as it takes of Ross Lyon to be fired or drowned. Ross uh, cracked a little bit during the week when someone questioned if he's in a bit of trouble, and he was like, no, there was like he, he talked up that the season's been pretty successful. Yeah. Ross, Ross to Carlton, boys. I think it's going to happen. Ross to Carlton. Brad Although, DeFrio, to be honest, Ross has put the whole club in the ocean. <laughs> it, it depends how much you trust Ross Lyon, but all week he said how how committed he is to Freo. He's like kept saying it again and again and again. I I want to go back to 2011, was it mm. or 12, and just see how committed he was to St Kilda. Yeah, that's a good point because I bet you it's as, com- as committed as he is to. Also, Freo if you're Lyon. Ross Lyon, and if if Carlton are interested and say they offer like a you know four year deal or something. You'd probably take it, wouldn't you? Knowing that if you fuck it next year at Frio, you're out. Whereas you've got four years and probably a bit more time at Carlton if you make it. If the you know mm. things don't pan out, if fuck, if anyone from Carlton listens to this, don't hire Ross Lyon. Judd, I know you're listening because you send me weird letters about stock market. You got one ear on the show, one eye on the stock market, <laughs> and one ear on the Hutchie's shows. Block Ross. Block Ross. Block it. Get it done. And by get it done, I mean don't talk to him. Uh, Paddy Cripps, mate. If you're listening, if you see Ross at your footy club, just tackle him to the Request ground. a trade to Essendon. Yeah. We, we'll, we'll take him. Convince everyone to walk out on the club if they hire Ross Lyon. This is where John Elliott needs to come back from the dead and stop Ross Lyon. <laughs> <laughs> stop him from coaching. Again, John Elliott, alive. Oh, prove it. Very. <laughs> Until I see an alive body... 
I just, guys, I've got a photo of John Elliott here with today's newspaper and a sign that says, I love that my heart is still beating fairly regularly and All hasn't stopped. Yeah. <laughs> so, look, another decent ish game, I guess. I mean, Hawthorne won by 30 points, so in the end, it wasn't that close. Wrong, Dusha. This game was garbage. I watched a little bit of it and I hated myself. The, uh, going back a bit, and I know that I moved on pretty quickly, I just saw a segue and wanted to take it. But uh, the Sydney-Carlton game, it was crazy windy, so both teams were really struggling. But it was Apparently of- they went with no banners. It was yeah. so windy, they were like, too windy for banners. Yeah, it was really swirling, which is why you end up with scores like, at halftime it was 3-10 to 5-8. What they needed to do, though, was um, kick, turn their backs on the goals, mm. kick it at the opposition goals and let the ball just like... Swirl around. <laughs> it's the oldest trick in the book. I ma- imagine that. Imagine like... Siren goes. Charlie Kerno looks at the goals and is like, throws some grass in the air, and the grass is like spiraling around <laughs> yeah. his head. And he goes, I know what to do. <laughs> just turns around, faces the other way, and just torps it towards the opposition goal. The wind picks <laughs> it up. Goal, Carlton win. Goal of the year. Goal of the decade. I mean, century. Mm. No one's getting close. Speaking of goal of the year and goal of the decade, and nobody getting close, Marvel Stadium. Do I like how we've just completely bypassed the Hawthorne Freo game? There's not a lot to say when it was bad. Good work. And hey, how do you feel about Hawthorne or Fremantle? Um, no good. Don't care. I've already forgotten. And I got a, a Twitter message from Ryan who said, Freo are fucking shit again. And I replied with, and the world is a better place because of it. When Ross Lyon is fired, AFL will get better. And I said this forgetting that Ryan is a Freo supporter and listener of the show. And he replied with, Fuck you, Dusha. I thought we had a chance this year. <laughs> Ryan, if you're listening. My laugh is that you're <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because uh, while Ross is still in charge, yeah. no chance. Ryan, you know our plan. Sack we're everyone. S- we're going to sink Freo before we can lift the anchor. Like, honestly. Freo has to drown so that it can run. That's right. Freo, look, Fremantle Dockers is going to be renamed Atlantis Dockers and they'll be a much better team. The captain oh. will be Aquaman. Oh, that rules. We'll Aquaman get Jason Moama to play it full forward for them. And he just has to say things like, that's gnarly, the, bro. That's the entertainment business plan. Sink Freo. Right they, they become Michael Atlantis. The- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Oh. James Wan becomes the direct, I mean, coach of the footy club. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Saturday afternoon. Marvel Stadium. Mm. Last week we said that this could be game of the round and Jesus Christ, it had it all. Essendon take on North Melbourne. Essendon need to stop doing this to me. This has been three weeks in a row where I've almost died from heart attacks or distress or like dehydration due to sweat. What (laughs) the fuck? Would you like it any other way than this though? If we keep winning, I don't care how. They're the new cardiac kids. Fuck it out. Yep. Yep. So... In the last three games, we have won two of them from a goal with less than 20 seconds to go. That's fucked. It is fucked. It's incredible. It is. Tell you what, Woosh just sat down and was like, there's a chance I could be sacked. So if I'm going out, I'm going out. <laughs> a king. Yep. He's told his boys, guys, if you're not winning by under five points, you're not winning. <laughs> and they've taken this to heart. Or he, what he's trying, Wusher, clever guy. What he's trying to do, he's like, I can't get sacked if all the board are dead from heart attacks. <laughs> She's going to kill them off one by one <laughs> with close games. Oh, win a grand final, kill off the last one, never get sacked. <laughs> so both of these teams 
this was like an eight point game because like if you win this, you'll push it. Like, yeah, chances of making the finals. I understand how math works. You absolutely don't. <laughs> That's true. But whoever won this game was going to make it significantly harder for the other team to make finals. And Essendon at three quarter time, comfortably in front. But we were down a player because Hurley had just broken his shoulder after copying a, uh, a borderline fair bump. R.I.P. Nah, fair. It was late and the guy was not looking at the ball. His dog. It was doggish. It was very Kyle Hookerish. The intent was not to break anything. No, nah, the intent was to be like, fuck you. Yeah, and it just went badly. Yeah. Um, Who was it? Pretty sure the guy that did it then broke his leg later. Really? I don't know about that. Luke McDonald Justice. finished the game with a broken leg and Nick Larkey finished the game with heart palpitations. They Oof, both. No so you were down a player here. North were down two players by midway through the last quarter. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought. Did you not know this? I didn't know that. I didn't the, know about uh, the broken North leg. Were. Nah, Luke McDonald, broken leg, I'm pretty sure. Broken leg? I didn't see that, Tom. I didn't know either. My brother told me. Um, but I know Larkey had, a, had heart palpitations after the game. Like during the last quarter, so they took him off. I'm going to. You keep telling the story of this game, douche. I'm going to look up to see if I'm right. So. Answer, I probably am. <laughs> so, you know what? We'll just wind it back a little bit. 20 minutes into the third quarter. Ben Brown kicks a goal. I believe that was his fourth for the day. It was. Kicks his fourth goal of the day. Essendon up by seven points, but North are coming. Mm -hmm. And Essendon are a team that, for some reason, if we're in front, we don't want to win it. Just (laughs) get rid of the ball. We don't want it. Guys, McDonald fractured his ankle. It's not a broken leg, Tom. It is close enough for Mm. me. That is close enough. Look. In Tom's defense, part of his leg is broken. It's not a broken leg. It's a fractured ankle. But did you get bad information from Jacob or did you misread the situation? Both. (laughs) (laughs) Continue. And then uh, 22 minutes into the third quarter, McDonald's and Woody kicked his third goal of the day and was like, you know what? haven't had it for a while. A goal of the year contender where he took on what felt like an endless amount of North Melbourne players. (laughs) He sold the dummy three times in one play, but there were so many North Melbourne players. I don't know how no one tackled him. I felt like I was watching a rerun of Power Rangers and he was fighting putties. You know how the bad, like the, those grey ninjas, yeah. they just keep coming in hordes? <laughs> That's what it felt like. And Tipper was just like, nah, fuck you. Fuck yeah, you. He was legitimately, like, it sounds like I'm overreacting, but he literally like took on like, it was like six or seven players. Yeah, have you seen The Matrix Reloaded? Yes. That's what it felt like when Neo North- was fighting all of the, the Agent, Agent Smiths. Smiths. It was bananas, and uh, I lost my mind. I, at that point, there was no no calming me down. I was out of control. I was yelling. Did you high-five a wall? Uh, not yet. We'll get to that. I um, <laughs> just couldn't, couldn't be tamed. At that point, I was like, I don't know if I've got this yet, but I reckon it's close. That's <laughs> fucked. Oh, my God. I showed that goal to my mum because – we would we were heading to the Geelong game. I think when he kicked that goal, I showed it to my mum and she was like, "How? That's how did no one get him? <laughs> There's eight guys. Tom, it's because he runs and 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 he runs. <laughs> oh, he does. A couple of weeks ago, yes, some legend emailed the show and talked about Charlie Cameron's goal. Yep, and about how it <laughs> bloody transcended religion. Tipper's goal was better. It was. It's, it's oh." That, that guy sent an email as a big idiot. 
he's, he's the biggest fuckwit oh, in the room. room. Yeah. <laughs> that it was a freakish goal. It's, I, I think it's goal of the year. Just for the context, the everything context about of, it. Oh, well, he's mm. he kicks another one where when you add in the context, it's like, nah, that's better. Can like, he can well, he get can he win can for two just, goals? Can he just yeah both? Can we take another round's like not so good goal out? Yeah. Like there you go. Take Stevenson's torp out from a few rounds ago when yeah. he was fucking doctoring games or whatever, fixing yeah. matches. <laughs> Photoshopping games. Photoshopping games. <laughs> uh, oh, my, my shoe is completely <laughs> fucked. Jesus <laughs> Christ. You're falling apart, Tom. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> fucking So uh, Tom's just discovered the sh- sole of his shoe is no longer attached. It is not. Uh, you know why? Because when Tipper kicked this goal, I stood up too quick. Yeah, the lid was off. The <laughs> lid was off your shoe. This is why I don't stand too much, guys. My, my feet wore out. So the lid at my house at this point, not quite off, but very close to. Mm-hmm. Hanging on by, I don't even know what. Context, there was four of us watching it. Two people barracking for North Melbourne, two people barracking for Essendon. Very tense. Langford kicks another goal, Essendon up by 19 points, and there's a rush behind three-quarter time. How are you feeling? I'm feeling like I absolutely needed another drink. Yeah. Um, so you had three more? Yeah. We'll get to that. <laughs> oh, no, nah, there's no there's no beer-related stories in this. Uh, actually, three-quarter time, I was like, I need some pies and sausage rolls. Went to the freezer, ripped open a p- party mix of uh, little party pies and sausage rolls, banged them in the oven. At three-quarter time? Oh, no. So, yeah, don't worry. When Tipper kicked that goal... During the ad break, preheated the oven. I was ready. Okay. I was going to say, should put him in at half time, mate, for optimal. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all right. It's all right. Um, in my head, you weren't putting him in the oven. You were so excited. You just opened a frozen <laughs> pack of pies and just tipped him into your mouth. No, I- uh, You thought him, about doing it. No, I chucked him in the microwave real quick. Yeah. Just to- oh, Thawed him out up, a bit. Saw him up and then chucked him in the oven. Bit of thaw and then a bit of crisp. Yeah, that's it. I know oh. how to cook pies and sausage rolls. Jesus. Revolutionary. <laughs> um. <laughs> Fourth quarter starts. Rush behind pretty quickly for North Melbourne, so it's down to 17 points. Then uh, Ben Brown kicks a goal, his fifth of the day. At this he po- was on fire. Yeah, and it, what also helped is Hooker looked like he was about to die. He <laughs> could not move. He could not run. He'd partied too hard the week before. Yeah. But wasn't the commentary like, oh, geez, I think Hooker's in a bit of trouble, and then the camera would cut to him, and he would be like, just dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just on his haunches, yeah. vomiting blood. <laughs> His body rippling as his muscles all cramped at once. Uh, Zerha then kicked another behind. And Taron Thomas, uh, with a lead and mark, 30 metres from goal, kicks it. And North were back within four points. You know you know whose brain was, nervously- was clicking very loudly in the coach's box because it's so big. Oh, Rishaw. Rishaw was doing the math and he's going four points. Yeah, I've got a plan for that. Well, that's the that's the worrying thing. They kept cutting back to the coach's box, and I was watching it on a projector, and his head could fit. And I was like, now I'm seeing it at full power. I can see it all. <laughs> it's kind of because I was thinking about his head during the game. Yeah. And there was certain, like, when he turns his head a certain way, I looked at it and I thought, I don't think his head's as big as we think. And then he turned and he swiveled <laughs> in his chair, and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus. He's sucking you in. Yeah. He's just lulling you into a false sense of security that his head you. is average sized. Mm. And it's not. It's the size of a footy oval. <laughs> That's why he's so good at understanding how the game works. His head is an oval. Mm. To scale. <laughs> Measure it. I bet you they're the same. 50 metre arc. Yeah, you know. yeah. Centre square. Just painted on the top of his head. His head's like the SCG. It is. 
It's not like regulation size. No, but it's still it's 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 it is. It gets the job done. You can play a game on it. Mm. Actually, no. A normal person's head is the SCG. Reese Shaw's must be like the MCG. Yeah. Mm. What's the widest oval? MCG. Or is it Optus Stadium? No, it's MCG. Optus Stadium's the hardest, definitely. It's got a bit of both in it. It's got a bit of both. Shit. (sighs) And I... Look, we all know how I feel about Reese Shaw. So I was, at this point, frightened. Ten minutes to go. Ben Brown takes a mark from about 55 metres out. Bit of an angle. I was like, oh, no. And Ben Brown was like... Oh, yes. <laughs> Just slotted it north of two points up. And I'm like, we don't seem to have any gas left in our tank. No. We haven't scored at all. No goals, no behinds. We are fucked. I still believed and I was still watching it, but I was fucking nervously sucking down pies at this point. <laughs> <laughs> sucking down pies. Not chewing. No. Just, no. Just was- like a duck. <laughs> I could just, just imagine you like lifting the pastry bit and they're just slurping the mince down. Which <laughs> is really anxious, like, oh boy. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> Doing shots of pie. <laughs> just after every North Melbourne go, oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> it felt like that. Yeah. <laughs> Six minutes, no score. Then Laverde uh, took a mark. 40 metres out. High pressure situation, and he unfortunately is not a high pressure player. No, he's not. Which is, he's still an up and coming player. So, this is not quite the situation you want this man to be in. He takes a shot and he misses. There's still about five minutes left, but wow, we really would have liked to kick that one. North, still in front by a point. There is about 30 seconds left. The ball re enters our forward 50. Scrappy footy. I I can't remember who. It might have been McKenna that got the handball out, actually. Uh, no, it's Orazio goes for a shot. Hasn't done anything all day. He yeah, goes he, for a huge shot. And then Laverde gets it. And as he's being swung around in a tackle, spots the man. The myth. The AMT. Anthony McDonald tipping Woody. What was he doing? Playing footy. <laughs> gets a handball from the boundary line. And they show the angle of this kick. I've only seen it once in a replay, but he could pretty much just see four posts next to each other from where he was shooting. But he knows where the goals are, so it doesn't matter. Snapped. By the time the ball leaves his foot, there's about 17 seconds left. Snap. Straight through. And at that point, I exploded. I was jumping around. Pies went everywhere. Beer went everywhere. (laughs) I high-fived my garage wall. Yes, Dusha. <laughs> How did it feel? Felt good. Felt bricky. Did you have a sting on your hand? Yeah, I did have a sting. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That, that brick wall had a sting as well. My uh, my essence Gave suppo- the wall a stinger. My essence, supp- <laughs> my essence supporting housemate literally screamed. I've never heard her make like a scream like that. It's and the power of Tipper. It was <sighs> fucked. And it's magic. By the time it went to the middle, I was like, oh, there is still time. But- Nah, there was there was not enough time. How Essendon did the won. two um, North supporting people take it? So the main North supporter claims to be like a casual supporter, but he, recently he'd been kind of sucked in. He really likes Reshore as well. He saw that head and he was like, "That head, you know, he got sucked in because that head's so big it has its own orbit. That's, yeah, a, head, yeah, yeah. that's a head I can follow and, in, uh, a, in a crowd. He likes very easily. It's so big. Mm. He likes Ben Brown and seeing Ben Brown get up and kick six. He likes Reshore, and because we've been watching the whole game, 
He was really invested. And because he hasn't really paid that much attention to footy over the last couple of years, he forgot what it was like to be invested and to lose such a close game. Footy's powerful. So he was like wandering around, just still drinking, and he'd just occasionally be like, Fuck! <laughs> that's, Fuck, this sucks! That's the heartbreak he needs to learn to know that he loves this game. Yeah. like And this footy club because, and like, Reshaw. He was like, I'm in such a bad mood. And I was like, it's okay. I totally understand. He's like, I was like, it was all built up for me. But then I got the release of that goal. Well, you just have to cop it. And he was like, fuck. Anyway, Anthony McDonald tip and Woody kick four goals. Essendon win by five points. I high-fived my wall, yes. slept down pies and basically pissed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty amazing. Uh, Did Tipper get the, the 10 votes? Uh, no, actually, that's probably – let's have a look. 10 votes uh, went to – I don't to, think so. No, I don't think so either. I think they went to like, I don't know, like Shield or something. Merit oh, no, guys, 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 guys. He got nine. Ooh. Who Guess you got the other nine votes. Merritt or Brown? Yeah, and Brown. So he got nine. Tipper got nine. So you reckon Wusher gave Tipper maximum? Five. Yep. And uh, Reese, old, old big head, gave Brown maximum. Actually, do you know what? Or do you reckon it went the other way? I reckon the other way. Ooh. I reckon Wusher went, nah, Benny Brown had a good game, and Reese Shaw went, no, nah, I know when I'm beaten. <laughs> <laughs> big head respects big game. Yeah. I, well, the thing is, because Reese Shaw has such a big head, his memory must be phenomenal. He would have had the Anthony McDonald Tip and Woody music video playing, just floating around in his head. And he would have just been like, and he runs, and he runs, and he runs, and he runs. He gets it. Anthony McDonald tip and Woody playing footy. Five. Five. <laughs> That's what a game. Cute. And you're in the eight. We are. The round has concluded, and we are in the eight. Uh, Can get, you stay there? We've got Adelaide in Adelaide next week. I'm going. Uh, I'm excited to see what Adelaide Oval is like, because I've heard good things about the ground and terrible things about the crowd. Are you looking forward to seeing what... The Adelaide Oval is like, but also what Adelaide Prison is like when you get in a fight when Tipper kicks another one after the Sark. Also, who's joining us on the show next week because you're surely going to be killed? Because <laughs> <laughs> I've only ever been to a Port Adelaide home crowd and I've actually heard as Port gets the bad rap, Adelaide, worst supporters. Especially Ooh. because if Essendon get up here, Adelaide, like... And because you'll be really quiet about it and you won't be in people's faces. Oh, I wouldn't get into someone's fate. Uh, Mate, you'll, you'll, you'll smuggle a boombox in. They get in front. And you'll just be playing a certain song off your boombox the whole way from across the bridge. I think my issue is that there's a standing area at um, at Adelaide Oval, and the only standing areas I'm usually in are mosh pits. So uh, it's, it might be time to throw down. How many wins are you on? We're on nine. Do you reckon 12 gets it done this year? Well, see, thing, things that will help is Essendon still have to play Adelaide. Western Bulldogs. Uh, Gold Coast? Uh, Freo, Collingwood. Gold Coast as well. So this, <sighs> See, because, I mean, you're pretty battered. Beating Adelaide's going to be tough. If we beat Adelaide and we beat... Do you have to travel t- two weeks in a row now, actually? If we beat Adelaide, that will really help because then we jump over them. Yep. If you beat Adelaide, you can just about lock it in, if I Because the, the thing is, you're, you're playing opponents that's... You have to beat, also have to win to stay alive. So Adelaide and Bulldogs. Yeah. If you knock them off, you can end their finals dreams and keep yours alive. Yeah. If we lose to Adelaide, we have to beat Western Bulldogs. You'll you'll beat the Suns. Yeah. And you'll then you've got the power. Freya. You've got the power at home, so you should beat. The Again, power. you've got to beat. You've got to beat three teams who are pushing for your spot. Yeah. You are shaping finals. Yes. Dogs. You are the masters of your own destiny. You'll have Frio, who by then will just be. 
given up. They'll have a new coach in their sights. Trent Cooper will probably be stepping in. Probably. I'm, the one thing I'm really, 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 really worried about is just dropping a stupid game like against Freo or the Suns. I mean, the Freo one wouldn't be stupid. It's it's over there. Uh, but you still should it's gonna be up. It's going to be a very stressful couple of weeks. Oh, absolutely. Especially if they keep playing fucking like this. Guys, just, just I, give me a comfortable 25-point win. Go into the last quarter two goals up yeah, and I, just kick a couple more. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if round 23 versus Collingwood is to, to make the eight. <sighs> well, they're also battered. But you, you, but you, if that's the case, you know who to give the ball to. Zaharakis. I mean, who wasn't who I was thinking, but yeah. If, that, if that's the case, you've got three options to break Collingwood's heart. You've got Zaharakis from 50. Hooker floating forward in the last few minutes. <laughs> or Anthony McDonald tipping Woody playing footy. Mitch Brown. Fuck, there's so many options for heroes at your club. Who also had a pretty good game. He kicked two goals. Hey, is Heppel going to be back this week? Uh, I think so. There you go. But at home. Yeah. <laughs> We're home. <laughs> Heppel's back. We're home. You're in. Buy your tickets now. Oh, it's going to be a, a nerve-wracking next six weeks. Jeez. Jeez. For all of us. Jeez. Less so for you, Tom. Uh, next game. I don't even know if we should talk about this. Oh, I didn't watch this game. Is I couldn't it, even tell you how it happened. Okay, Adelaide beat Gold Coast by uh, 95 points. Couldn't even do the 100. Um, Soft. So a team that might play finals smashed a team that won't exist within two years. Yep. Next game, boys. Yeah, well, Eddie, Eddie Betts <laughs> kicks six. Again. Yeah, against Gold Coast. I could kick six on the Suns. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Next game? Yeah, no, yeah, sure. Tom, boys, I went down to G-Town. Mhm. Uh can I say two things I learned about the game, about sport in general, uh, about, about my hometown uh, that night is, one, very fucking cold. At the ground, it was six degrees, but the more important temperature was the old felt like. Yeah. yeah. Negative one? 2.5. Ooh, that's chilly. Now, most people were fine because they were, you know, you're sitting next to people yeah. and you're keeping warm. Do you know what I had next to me? Five empty seats. 
Why? Where are the people? Well, so the three seats next to me are empty most games, but I think belong to like a company because it's different people sitting there some weeks. I've, ha- I've had a guy – have I told you about this? The guy who sat next to me one day who ate a pie a quarter. Oh, was it me? No, 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 no. He didn't slur. He didn't suck. He so was he sucking down pies? This guy. So first quarter starts. He pulls a pie out, hose into it. And I'm like, yeah, sure, fella, whatever. He goes off at a quarter time, comes back five minutes into the second quarter, sits down, opens up a second pie, and I was like, mate, two pies in two quarters. That's uh, by that point you should probably have been like, all right, all right. Two I was pies. Like, he's yeah, hungry. He's hungry. He's he hungry. Breakfast. That's fine. Half time comes and goes. Comes back at the start of the third quarter yeah. with another pie, and I'm like. Is he gonna? Is he gonna have a pie a quarter? <laughs> the infamous pie a quarter. Fourth quarter. He's gone for a long time. Comes back halfway through, sits down, and I'm like, oh. mate, comes back with a drink and a pie. Hands the pie to him. Oh, hose into the fourth pie of the match. Did, did the mate say? Uh, I got a, I got this, Do you want a pie? No, no, no. He had clearly gone and said, "Oh, can you get me a pie?" And this guy had gone and bought him a pie. How old were these guys? Oh, they were probably dads. Big boy? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. He kept me warm. (laughs) Put it that way. The radiant heat of all the gravy uh, and his size. He was a girthy man. What's a pie cost at the footy these days? It's like four bucks. No, it's like $5.90. No, well, at the MCG, it's $4. Really? Uh, MCG has the cheapest. How much at Geelong? Uh, a mortgage? Yeah. Oh. No, I think I think it's about four fifty. The MCG had a really big push a couple of years ago that I always forget about because they didn't really publicize it that much is to make footy more affordable for families. Correct. We dropped prices on all of our food. Yeah. Did, did they stay dropped? They did. Yeah. Oh. Well done, MCG. Yeah. Because it used to be like six bucks for a bottle of Coke and now it's down to like four fifty or something, which is still strange. It's, it's not too Compared bad. to Marvel where it's like, oh, can I have uh, some chips? Yep. Can I have your firstborn and eight hundred dollars? And no. here is half a box of chips. Here's some <laughs> chips that people have been picking at while they've been looking at their own food. <laughs> um, so the old pinching food from the Bay Marie trick. I've seen people do it. I mean, you got to taste it before got, you buy it. Yeah, that's what this guy was doing. He hadn't bought any of those pies. He was just tasting it before he bought one. <laughs> um, no, so this game I had no pie man. Yep. Uh, it was very cold, but I thought, you know what? Playing St Kilda, we're going to get Alan Richards and fired. I'm going to have a lot of goals to celebrate. Whoops, <laughs> uh, we nearly lost, but we didn't lose um, because we lifted in the second half. Uh, we kept St Kilda scoreless, a goalless from the 10 minute mark of the second quarter where they kicked those four in a row that put them in front. They didn't kick another goal until halfway through the last quarter, so we just shut them down. And then a man named Gary uh, was like, "Guys, guys, I'm calling it." Game over. And kicked a ripper goal. Put on and a then, sermon, didn't he, in that last Oh, quarter. he certainly did. He, <laughs> sermon on the mount. <laughs> Up he got. Uh, kicked a ripper. And then everyone went, all right, okay, we're back in this. And then he went, no, just in case you're wondering, game's over. Kicked another absolute belter. People are like, oh, that one from the pocket was pretty good. The other one was fucking way better. He yeah. did a half tipper, just ran around two people, and then just snapped it over his head um, on one leg. He had a fucked hip leg. He was limping for most of the second hip, half. Yeah. Uh, did matter though. Got interviewed after the game by Lingy, and you know how they kind of do their walk and talk. And I just wanted to scream at the TV, "Stop walking, Lingy! He you doesn't can't, want to walk. You can't walk. Be stationary for once." Oh, Ling, settle down, Lingy. Now nah, look, good win. These are the kind of games where the game was no good. St Kilda played fine, and Geelong were a bit rusty, but we won. So you go, you know what? 
We'll take that. I'd rather wear rusty here because, you know, you hear those, uh, what do they call them, the hard, high-training, high-intensity training blocks. Yep, yep. So to build towards September because, I mean, we're in a position now where we're probably going to be playing. Arrogance. Finals. You'll you'll play finals. We're 13 and 3. You'll be top of the ladder. Yes. That's not arrogance. That is just math. Um, But, yeah, heavier training blocks, some sore bodies. We're okay. We're doing fine. Sav was back, kicked two goals, nearly took mark of the year eight times. Fuck, he's going to take it eventually. I'm going to love it when he does. He's great. Um, yeah, uh, Grian Myers had a super game, got Give pushed up. Give him the up. rising star. Fucking good, Sean. He should win it. He's under the radar. Very. Kicking, I think, a goal a game. What do you have, 23 touches or something? 23 touches. Third time in four weeks he's had over 20 possessions and a goal. <sighs> I've only watched – I've watched probably five or six Carlton games this year. And Walsh has been really good. Yep. But your boy just seems to impact the game more, I feel. I think if you're going to go with a rising star for impact, I think it comes down to Myers or Sydney Stack. Yes. Yeah, I can get behind that. I think Walsh is consistent and good, but give it to, give it to Myers. He's got great hair. His name's fucking Grian. Well, even Rosie, um, you know, he's, he's his one. name's Connor. This guy's name's Grian. Give it to Grian or Sydney. How great are those names? Flying Grian. Oh, Flying Grian Myers. Taylor loves saying his name is Brian Taylor. Uh, <laughs> a lot of syllables for him to fuck up. He's probably the only one that he knows. Yep. Uh, Mark O'Connor had a really great game. Uh, Tom Stewart had a fucking awesome game. Those guys, that back line just stood up when the rest of it wasn't going. And then Reese Stanley is my favorite, least favorite player. Mm-hmm. I love him, and then I want to punch him, and then I want to give him the big old kiss. He had a passage of play where he turned the ball over and it resulted in a goal, mm. and then they went back to the next centre clearance, and he rucked it to his own advantage, just took off like a racehorse mm-hmm. and kicked it in to a, a nice mark and a goal. Oh, fuck, it's good. How good is footy? It's the best. Very, the best. very, very good. Now, I'm I'm happy with my boys. Tim Kelly's probably going to stay. He's got a column in the Addy every week. Why would he give that up? What does he write about? He actually wrote this week about his five unsung heroes at the club. Oh, yeah. See if you can guess Tim Kelly's five unsung heroes. Four players and one coach. Or coach. Yep. <sighs> Boris? Nah, unsung hero, mate. You love him. Matty Knights? No, nah, no. Nah, Nigel Lappin. Oh. Was his, uns- was his favorite coach. Uh, and his, his four unsung heroes were Cole Jasney. Yep. Big fan. Uh, Cam Guthrie. Tom Hawkins. <laughs> to be fair, the Tom Hawkins one, I think he was saying. Is not for the goal kicking. For no, it's for all of the other stuff. And I think it was Myers, I think, for the fourth one. Love yeah. playing with him. Um, anyway, Packers footy, Geelong, we're on top, two games. We're effectively three games clear. And uh, just just some history lesson for you boys and everyone listening. Uh, the last time Geelong were in a pretty similar position was 2011. Tom, are you confident of winning the premiership this year? No. Yeah, you probably shouldn't be. But I <laughs> the only there are two things I'm worried about. <clears throat> what are they? One is Heart City up in, up north over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the other one is the freight train that is McDonald's Tipping Woody. But everyone else fucking got them covered. Dusha, I've got to point out it's in our best interests for Geelong to not make the grand final. Yeah. Yeah. Ticket wise. <laughs> <laughs> now I just want to talk this, and you can touch on this about your game as well. Uh, we got tweeted by someone. Yep. Who shall rename name? Rename, 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 name, no name. Remain I will not nameless. say their name, nor will I be able to say the word remain. Yep. But his name's Jomo. Um, and Jomo, 
Get fucked. So oh, steady on, Tom. No, no, no. Hear me out. That's a listener of the show. Sure. You take pots and listen to the show every week, mate. No, I never do. I I love them all. So you commented about the booing from the Port Adelaide crowd at the umpiring. Sure, sure, Despite sure. the fact they were winning the umpiring. And Jomo came out and said, it's the same as July on Saturday night, they were winning the umpiring. And yeah, that's fine. The crowd were booing about some incidents that, yes, while we were leading the free kick count, we should have been leading by more. Jomo said, I want to get it accurate. If okay. You're slander the man. No, no. Jomo said, my name is Jomo and no. I murder babies. He, no, he did not. <laughs> Damn it. Jomo said, Geelong were like that last night though, won the free kick count 26 to 14 and you could hear the arrogant whining over every free kick. So far, this sounds accurate. He continues, they don't deserve to watch a home final in Geelong. Ooh. Hey, Jomo. Oh. Point one. Uh, the booing got really intense when Gary Rowan was called by the boundary umpire for not keeping the ball alive. When he fucking did, it was down at the end that I sit at. You could clearly see he kept the ball in. In the next two minutes, a St Kilda player just the ball went out, was quite clearly like well outside the line. Boundary umpire was like, "No, that's fine," and everyone was like, "You fucking that was further out." That was in the fucking fifth row of the top level. It was a bit more further out than the ball Wayne Harms knocked back in. Understandable. So we're upset. We're very upset. Also a passage of play where uh, Gary Ablett may have got his head taken off. Fuck off. Did you get a free kick? No, he didn't. Did you guys all get angry? Oh, and we animated? did. Yeah, we certainly did. Mm. A lot of times where uh, there was a time where St. Kilda guy just had his arm behind his back and uh, just... Handed, the, just pushed the ball into the arms of another of his teammate. It's not really like your crowd to be animated. They're not they're not about that kind of stuff. Yeah. They get up about. Probably I'll, all had to take the blankets off their knees and stand up and get angry. Can I say it was very? It was fucking freezing. <laughs> but it's uh, not. You know, I stood. I stood a couple of times just to keep warm. Just to keep warm. Yep. No goals were kicked. I was just standing. You know, all the time. <laughs> yep. Uh, lady behind me told me to sit the fuck down. Yep. Oh no, guys, guys, guys! I've actually got a. I've got a thing. Yes. On the weekend, uh, I encountered the worst supporter I've ever encountered at the football. That's big. Geelong fan? Yeah. Oh, one of your own. One of our – well, tell me if this sounds like a Geelong fan, Sean. So this guy sits in like two seats in front of us at the footy. Are you in a members area? We're in a members area. Yep, everyone's got I'm a reserve have seat. A lot of, I'm going to have a lot of questions. All right, so he's got a reserve seat. Yep. Uh, he comes to every – to most he, – he'll miss a game every now and again. So you've he, seen him before? Yep, he comes with his wife. Yep. His wife, always, Essen and Beanie Scarf on. Oh. Every week. He's, he's a Geelong supporter. He's got a Geelong – sorry. I'm not surprised by that. He wears Geelong gear. He wears yes. Geelong gear. Um, any kind of uh, that gear have like a membership thing yep. on it? Or- yeah, like a membership hat usually, whatever that season's cap is. So he's yep. invested. He's invested. Well, he comes. Is she wearing her Essen and stuff out of spite or – I don't really know. They don't talk. <laughs> Reminded of their marriages on the rocks. They also leave early. Definitely on the rocks. Every game. Geelong could be up by a point with five minutes to go and they will leave with five minutes to go. They perhaps have a, a thing to get to, some sort of – they've got to check the parking meter. Well, um, then, the babysitter's then, only on for a certain amount of time. They don't have kids. They're old as fuck. So, well, they must <laughs> have old kids, grandkids. Uh, they're probably – What's their names? 50s, Where do they 60s. live? 60s. I don't know. Geelong 50s and – 50s or 60s isn't that old. Grandkids, Tom. Yeah, great. Don't be ageist. Uh, Sean. Continue. You're on their side now, but just you wait. So he's not exactly uh, an animated man. In fact, this incident sparked me to realise that I've noticed something about him. So we're sitting there and Geelong were doing this thing and we just were turning the ball over in this second quarter. It was really frustrating. 
And my mum says, just kick it long. And this guy turns around. Doesn't go at Cindy. And goes, to who? And we all went, all right, mate. Did you actually say that? Well, we all kind of looked at him. Yep. And uh, as he turned around, I was like, yeah, that's cool, mate. Did he just say it into the void or did he look at you? No, he looked at my mum and said, to who? Interesting. And we all looked at him. Anyone, dickhead, isn't it time for you to be leaving? (laughs) As as he said that, this kick's gone long and Mitch Duncan's marked it and my dad went, he'll do. Oh, Terrence. So this guy's just sat there, hasn't turned around again, and then later on, like in another point, someone's like, got to cut you off, Tom. He better fucking do a bit more to earn this, uh, this moniker that you've given him. Well, no, no, Sean, that's that's all he did. That was it. That was it. That's all he did because you know what he didn't do? He didn't clap once. Oh, I don't like the not clapping. Didn't cheer a goal. Didn't stand. Didn't clap for? at the end of the game. Just sat there with his hand on his chin like this. And I realised in that moment, Sean, that I've been sitting near this guy for probably about four years now. I've never seen him clap. I've never seen him clap along to the song. I've never seen him stand. I've never seen him cheer for a goal. This man hates footy. Where's the joy? Hates footy. Why the fuck is he there? Where's he's, the heart? He's paying, and I know how much he's paying because I'm paying it too. He's paying a certain, a, a high amount of money for a ticket to this game every week, and he clearly hates it. Frankly, his marriage deserves to fall apart. I know. I understand that people enjoy things in their own ways, and you can enjoy something quietly, but you clap a goal. You clap your boys doing well. Nothing ever. Well, no. Also, don't pick on my mum either. Yeah, if he's enjoying something quietly, why is he fucking mouthing off to your mum? Hope next time at GMHBA Stadium, your mum packs maybe an extra sandwich in a bag, just slaps him in the back of the head with it. I mean, she might just push him and pretend like she's a bit unsteady on her feet sometimes. So she might be like, whoops, and he'll die. <laughs> She'll get him. Maybe, Black Widow him. Just, the, the, maybe the, the slow knife of revenge. Make it look like a cool, an accident. Yeah, five years from now, he's dead. Mm. Take me to a Geelong game. I'll sit next to you. I'll be the fill-in other Reed, the third brother. He'll he'll have the uh, Essendon scarf and beanie. He'll steal that guy's wife. <laughs> <laughs> just, just grow the Mitch Brown moustache. <laughs> Perfect. Maybe anyway, I'll just bring Mitch Brown to the footy. So confirmed, worst supporter in the history of the ground. Just imagine <laughs> next week. Guys sitting there. I'm like, hey, excuse me. Yeah, you, the one that doesn't clap and yells at people. Fuck off. That's what I'll say. You're the one who yells at mums at the footy? That's not on. Don't yell at mums. Also, everyone's yelling stuff. It's a footy. Yell stuff at the ground, not at your fellow supporters yeah. or any other supporters. Like if he had have been a St. Kilda fan and turned around going, to who? I'd be like, nah, fair. You're getting, well done. Brave. You're in enemy territory. Especially if he gave you a wink. Big coward. Didn't give me a wink, just gave me like a look and then didn't clap anything. Should have flipped him off, Tom. I reckon my dad was gonna. But, you know, we didn't want to get kicked out. That's true. Anyway. Fuck. Next game. Don't like that. No, me neither. I knew you wouldn't. He's a dementor. He is. Sucks the joy out of footy. How good's footy? The opposite to that man. How bad's? Uh, Barry Smith of uh, 48... uh, Werribee Street, if you're listening to this, you need to <laughs> fuck off and never come to a game again. Oh, I fucking hate him. I hate you him. Can, again, any, you can enjoy the game in any capacity, but this man's body language, and the more I thought about it, the more I realised that he's often late, he often leaves early. I don't know why he comes. There is a, it's, it's, a, it's often – that area is full. There are people looking for seats all the time. There is people down there 
You know, is it possible barracking for Geelong that he he OD'd on arrogance and this is what he is now? No, I think he's been like this forever. Cautionary tale. No, he's been like this forever. He's the kind of man who, even when Gary Ellett Senior was at his peak, was never excited. Oh fuck! You could tell blasphemy. Yep, Tom. Prior to starting the show, what did you never do at the footy? Stand up. Yeah. Well, no, I did, but just at certain times. You know what, Sean? Guys. I'm standing up all the time because I don't want to be that man. But even if you didn't stand up, Tom, you got excited oh, and clapped. you clapped. I'd cheer. I'd sit down and put my hands in the air. Yeah. This man, nah, no roller coaster, action, nothing. This guy wouldn't hug Terrence, that's for sure. Nah. This guy wouldn't hug anyone. Go hug yourself. <laughs> if Dangerfield was on fire, he wouldn't piss on him to put him out. <laughs> oh. Well, no. he wouldn't see it because he'd gone home already. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Big fuck. Anyway. Next game. Next game. <laughs> Next game, and another kind of surprise, but not really. Uh, Richmond. What do you mean kind of surprise? Yeah, he backed um, the Giants. Giants. Yeah. Well, no, like. <sighs> I think I did too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I'm an idiot, so. It's what kept me ahead of him in the tipping. Am I catching you either of nah. you? No. You're, <laughs> you're, not, you're not falling further behind, though. You're still probably like eight behind us. Mm. Oh, man. I should have tipped, I should have tipped him. Oh, I think the person who's leading our footy tips would be in the top 100 of overall tips. No, nah, I, I actually had a look. He's he's in the top 350 or 400 which is of all tips, which is insane. Considering our he, comp is cooked. He's like a, a good 11 or 12 ahead of like all your expert tippers for like Fox Footy and Herald Sun and all that stuff. So <sighs> big, big year. Cop that. Just quietly. Matt Stewart is in like third or fourth in our He's comp. third, yeah. Big. Refuses to come on the show. I was going to say, Rude. clearly, because he's DCing his team. There's no way he'd be that high if he was dipping the Saints Actually, every week. that's a really good point. Calling you out, Matt. I'll have to ask him about that. Yeah. He has agreed to come back on the show at some point, but he's also a busy man, being successful at everything. He's probably going to be the next coach of St. Kilda. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. Oh, yeah. Matt Stewart to coach St. Kilda. Zach Richo. Hi, Matt Stewart. Head it here first. It's a, it's a part-time coaching role. Him and Goxie share it. <laughs> him and Warney. <laughs> <laughs> Three head coaches, Goxie, Warney, and Matt Stewart. Yeah, fuck it. Banner's the assistant. <laughs> oh, and Molly Meldrum's di- director of football. Jesus. All right. So, yeah, Richmond beat GWS. I wasn't uh, – it's not that I was, like, surprised by this. I thought that Richmond might win. Might be closer. But, yeah, I thought it would be a bit closer. This isn't the story to come out of this game. It was the result. It was the uh, season-ending injury to Stephen Cornelio. Not an ACL, but they've said he will not play another game in 2019. Won't play another big. game for GWS. Ever again, no. But does that they might. Does that change things, the fact that he's injured now? Does that make him a harder prospect? What kind that, of injury is it? It's a knee injury, but it's not an ACL. Uh, but fuck, do you see the strapping on his fucking leg? Yeah. It's just a matter of like, doing a medical, I guess. I don't know. I mean, go to Brisbane. They've got a pretty good medical team. They turned wow. Lincoln McCarthy around. Jesus Christ. Last two years, Brisbane have barely had a fucking injury. It's insane. Come to Geelong. He's no, don't go to Geelong. No, no, no. Come to Geelong and we'll cut off a player that I don't uh, – Parsons' legs and you can have him. That still won't you, – your doctors will still fuck him up. You Send know, him somewhere they can – He'll, he'll come out with just four sets of legs. No arms. <laughs> Kicking machine. <laughs> fuck the handballs. All of his kicks are precision. He only knows how to kick. Or Mark. Can't no, no, mark. it doesn't matter. Everything's just a goal. <laughs> uh, it won't stop teams going after him. No, nah, no way. ACL would have been a little bit different, but um, no, nah, he'll be fine. So yeah, that's 
Has that changed the Brownlow race? Uh, well, he was probably never – he'd been injured a couple of times. I don't think he was ever close to it compared to – I think honestly, I think it's a three-horse race between Cripps, Neil, and Kelly. I think so too. And Cripps and Neil are in a better position than Kelly because no one's taken votes off either of them. Like yeah. no disrespect to other Brisbane players. It's well, just, no, Zorko would be polling pretty well, I think, in the last month at least. And probably Cameron as well. Charlie Cameron, yeah. Uh, he put, probably got one for that six goal. He put Jared Lyons on the weekend. There's a few. Okay, so but I see your point, though. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, next game, because whatever about this game? Uh, I have nothing more to say. Western Bulldogs kept their finals hopes alive with a thrilling win at Marvel Stadium with the worst kicking by both teams. They could play finals, and that's insane. And also, I think, terrifying for every team. No, yeah, it's not. No, it is. You don't plan for Western Bulldogs in the eight. And, and the last time they did this, oh, boy. This is some Sons of the West shit here, right here. Different team. Not as good. No, absolutely not as good. But if they're really steady, because they're on the up, where most of the teams that are struggling for the eight are kind of on the down, if that makes sense. Like, Essendon is probably a good example of this. Like, we're winning, and we're winning games that we might have lost earlier in the season, but all of our players are going down injured, where Western Bulldogs don't seem to be having that problem. How many uh, How many wins are they on? Eight. All right, so let's let's say four more. They need to win four. Actually, what's their percentage, though? I think it's dog shit. They probably is, need to win yeah. five games then, to be honest. No. Could they win the next five? St. Kilda. Win? I, I'm going to tip St. Kilda, personally. I think they need to step up for Richard. And uh, Frio at Marvel. Win? Yes. That, oof. <laughs> then they're at the Gabba Dwarf. <sighs> well, well, they're done that. They can't win. Oh, then it doesn't get easier. Essendon at Marvel. My God. That, how many teams are playing for their lives? And it doesn't get easier. <laughs> GWS. No, no. That game, easy. GWS are cooked. Absolutely cooked. And then they've home, got Adelaide. Right? Adelaide um, on planet Mars, Ballarat. Actually, Western Bulldogs have a pretty similar run to uh, Essendon. They're going to win that game in Mars. You know why? They've got a spaceman in their team. Oh, <laughs> Matt, Matt will be happy with that. Well, no, I was thinking astronaut, but okay, Libba too. He's the biggest space cadet there is. <laughs> um, now, this game was huge. Did you see this you game? Know had, what? I reckon they could do it, couldn't they? I'd give them four of them, nearly. Yeah. The two, the two downs. You know what it'll come down to? If they beat Essendon, then they get a Essendon real spot. chance. Fucking hell. Why do we have so many fucking finals deciding games? Essendon have so many. Also, do you know what the Bulldogs love being? The underdogs? Absolutely. But they're not going to be underdogs in at least the next two of those games. Yeah, it's fine. So do they cook it? But then they just need to win four in a row. So, no. See, <laughs> How juicy is that for underdog status? But also, Lose the next two. Don't drop another game for the year away twice and against the Bombers and also Adelaide, <laughs> who are fighting for a spot in the eight. What's Port's run home like? Because that's the other decided. Oh fuck! They got Richmond at the SC at uh, the MCG next week. It is so underdoggy. And then they've got Port Adelaide at G. Uh, sorry, then Port Adelaide playing GWS at Adelaide Oval. All the teams that are around one another are playing one another, and it is absolutely <laughs> fucked. Then Essendon are playing Port. Port won't win against Richmond. The Giants, they'll probably beat the Giants, I think. I think they'll lose to the Bombers. Then they've got Sydney at Adelaide. They're in trouble then. Sydney are in trouble? No, 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 sorry. Yeah, Sydney will win that, I think. Yep. North will beat them at Marvel. And then they'll probably beat Freo. So what's that? We give them three wins? Not enough. I hope they lose all of them. Just on this Melbourne Bulldogs game, though. Three wins? Okay, if they only get three wins, that means Essendon. 
Fucking hell. Port on nine wins. Port on eight. Eight. Ooh. Same as the Bulldogs. They need four to make it. Fuck. <laughs> right? This is cooked. Who else is in the mix? Uh, Adelaide and GWS are also on nine wins. And Richmond. They're on. No, Richmond, Richmond, or, on Richmond will make the finals, I think, for sure. Richmond have to really drop off to not make it because they're a game in, clear. And they've got players back. Adelaide, you say, are on nine wins? Yeah. Adelaide and GWS. Adelaide have got Bombers. <laughs> Fuck. Carlton at the G. Tricky. Nah, lock. Nah, tricky. Lock. If you lose to Essendon, Carlton at the G is scary. Oh, yeah, because- no, you're right. You start to get worried. Then they've got Saints at Adelaide. Oh, yeah, lock. That's a, that's a win. That, that's a Richo. That's a buy Richo. Have a nice job at some or other club. Then they've got uh, West Coast over there. Jesus. <laughs> then Collingwood at home. Fuck. And Collingwood may be playing for a top four spot at that and point. And then the Doggies in Ballarat. Jesus. How good's footy, guys? We um, are setting up for a- This is why footy's good, though. Just back to this actual game. Josh Dunkley. Oh, yeah. 38 touches. 39 touches. Sorry, 39 touches. 20, 24 contested. Two goals. 15 tackles. We've been all over him on this show. We love him. Fucking booties. Bontepelli went down, McLean went down, and Dunkley put on his big fucking damn hero cape <laughs> and was like, boys. And he said, get fucked, Sydney. I'm the best. And just gave him the double. His, his brother kicked a goal on him. That was, did you say that? That was actually quite nice. So his brother marked the ball, Dunkley standing in the mark, Dunkley Jr. kicks the goal, uh, and everyone gets around him. And as they're running back to the bounce, Josh just runs past and just gives him a little tap on the shoulder in a week. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Fucking love that. He had 189 fantasy points. Yep. That's big. Captain him. Um, is Mitch Hannon injured or did he just have the worst game on record? I think he had the worst game of football ever. <laughs> and so at one end of the spectrum, Josh Dunkley. At the other end of the spectrum, Mitch Hannon. Mitch Hannon. Look, I just wanted to double check because... I have no idea if he got injured. I'm the wrong person to ask. I don't know stuff. He, 15 Dream Team points. Three touches. One of those was effective. Maybe he was injured. He laid a tackle. Maybe he got injured in that tackle. Say 15 fantasy points. Yep. What was his time on ground? I don't know. 93 minutes of oh. a possible 119. So he did not go down injured. <laughs> he just did fuck all. Mitch. <sighs> Although we were talking about Mitch Hannon getting dropped a couple of weeks ago at Melbourne. Maybe you should have. Well, I don't think there's anyone to replace him because Tom McDonald's done for the year. Mm. Harrison Petty, who's their, one of their defenders, played it in the forward line, kicked a couple of goals. But, guys, we all know what the heart of the match was. What was that, Tom? <laughs> That's Ruckcraft, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> Max Gorn getting done for – I really – I just want to talk about a trend that I've noticed and I especially noticed it this round. Have anyone else seen when they give a free kick in a Ruck contest and neither Ruck has any fucking idea whose free kick it is? Yeah, I've noticed that. Like, what the fuck? There have been so many rock contests, like, free kick, and both rocks are like, oh, it's his. <laughs> that it's was pretty so- funny when it's so good, like, when both players are clearly like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And like, wait, no, one of us gets that. There was one where Grundy had physically given the ball to the opposition and was standing the mark, and the umpire would be like, no, it's your free kick. Just, what are you, stop giving free kicks in the rock contest. Yeah. Just let it go. <laughs> Just pull the whistle away. That's rock craft, big boy. <laughs> Just uh, so if anyone missed that, yeah, uh, five foot, not five. Gone, gone. That's the player's name I meant. It's been a long day. I'll tell you who's gone from Freo's list. Just this is breaking. 
uh, Bernal. We already knew that. But it's just happened now. They've just gotten rid of him. Yeah, we knew it was coming. They said he won't ever play for them again. <sighs> Some really good recruiting there, Ross. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. What I was saying was, yeah, Mitch. Uh, Mitch. Wow, I'm really bad with names at the moment. Max, Max Gorn got caught on umpire Mike saying, that's rough, cr- rock craft, big boy. Because the umpire had told him that he wasn't able to use his arm to hold his opposition out, which he actually is. You're allowed to hold your spot. Yep. Which is what he did. He didn't block his run. He didn't look at the other. He just held his ground. And as Max said, that's Ruckcraft big boy. <laughs> Imagine being Max Gorn, right, who is fucking 211 centimetres and you're playing on an umpire who – and they're usually – they're little fellas, the umpires. Yeah. They're the jockeys of the AFL world. Imagine just turning him being called – imagine how emasculating and patronising being called big boy <laughs> – by Maxi Gorn. Uh, anyway, next game. I hope the umpire just like pointed to the scoreboard. Like, all right, big boy. <laughs> next game, Sean. Sean, what happened at Adelaide Oval? Oh, mate. Something this, beautiful. This was maybe the f- fieriest first quarter of football I've ever seen. And it wasn't Brisbane throwing the punches. I was honestly worried that uh, I was going to be watching the game and then be like, is that is that Sean running onto the ground? That's Alistair Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> God. Um, now, Ken Hinckley was interviewed before the game, and uh, I can't remember his exact words. Oh, no, I can, he, Sean. Oh, can you? Yep. He was asked, who are you going to tag? Is it Lockie Neal or is it uh, Dane Zorko or is it maybe Daniel Rich off the Hark back line? And Hinckley's exact words were, now, nah, I reckon we plan to terrorise Lockie Neal, and that's what we're going to do. That's why Cam Sutcliffe is here today. They went in with a plan, Sean. Did you see Hinkley's facial expression while saying that? Ballsacky. Ballsacky with a, a cheeky smirk. A little bit of a, oh, I got a good, I'm a pretty good coach. It reeked of arrogance. Mm. It's fucking disgusting. I hate Port Adelaide more than any team in the AFL. I decided that yesterday. <laughs> Normally I go after, I go hard after Collingwood. Oh, I just hate Port Adelaide. They're fuckwit fans who sing that dumb song before the game. Oh, they are culturally a shithouse organisation and I despise every part of them. They're oh, nearly. So I'd like to welcome uh, my brother, Jacob, who I brought in as a Fuck off, Jacob. Guest. Get out of here. Uh, You're not welcome in the show. Never will be. You're not welcome in the Reed family anymore. I mean, he is. Oh, damn it. He's no good. I'm, I'm not invited to roast anymore, am I? Nah, Dad's pulled it. <laughs> <laughs> For now, a secret roast somewhere else. <laughs> For Jacob's safety, being <laughs> yeah. re- yeah. Jacob's being relocated. Yeah. Um, why, did, why would an opposition coach say that before a game? I mean, Shut up. we knew that's why he brought Suck. Everyone knew that's why he'd brought Sutcliffe into the side to try. Because and the other issue too was that Neil had vaporized them in the yeah. corresponding game. Forty-three touches earlier yeah. in the year. Um, just for people who aren't aware, it's worth pointing out that Port Adelaide came after Brisbane's best player. Like for the entire game, but particularly in the first five minutes, they just completely, they all went after him. Yep. And uh, Brisbane responded by saying, get fucked and kicked the first seven goals of the game. And I was so happy, but also furious. But here's the thing, <laughs> like this is the thing, Port got sucked in. They decided oh. that, that the plan was play the man and they forgot to play the game. <laughs> in the end, the margin was really... Just that seven goals. It they was pretty to, even after that point. They tried on. to murder a man and Brisbane said, fuck off and murdered the scoreboard. That's what happened. And Killed I, him I, get, I get what you mean. Like the, the winning margin was pretty much what it, that first seven goals or whatever. But 
Brisbane did the same thing last week on the road against the Giants. They burst out of the blocks before goals up and then controlled the game at that level for the rest. That was no, it. no Hipwood, no Hodge, no McCluggage in hostile enemy territory. Is Very hostile. Better win? Has it been a better win for you this season? Oh, I I was going to say the Giants last week, but they're, they're starting to just fade, aren't they? Looking pretty banged up. Whereas Port Adelaide got smacked, like humiliated. No, no, they smashed Adelaide last week. Yeah, they are flying. Oh. Yeah, they're not trustworthy, are they? No, they're really not. Joe is trustworthy. Mitch the Ram Robinson. Trust him with my life. <laughs> I love him so much. You got to, like, I really love the way the Brisbane protected Lockie Neal. Like, Port Adelaide got a bunch of cheap shots in in the first few minutes, and then Brisbane were like, nah, fuck off. And they all sort of, it was the young players but too. Disciplined Absolutely. in the way they protected him. They didn't overstep it. We gave away one free kick. I think Jared Lyons kicked a goal and then pushed one of the players, and he fell down like a sack of shit. That was Cameron Sutcliffe, the guy who was playing was on Lockie it? Neal. Yeah. Oh, and Sutcliffe, I think, um, you know, he'd been dogging Lockie Neal. And I think, did he give him one as they were running off the field? Yeah. And then Mitch Robinson. <laughs> went on after him verbally and then got tagged in, <laughs> ran on the field, ran at him. <laughs> but then he crossed, the, the, crossed over the line. He crossed over the line so he couldn't and just told him, when you come back on the field, I'm going to eat you. And then <laughs> what I didn't realise, do should pick this up, because I was looking at Mitch and, God, I love him. He's such a beautiful man. Do you know man. what it reminded me of? It just, reminded me of that bit in a tag team wrestling match where that person's like, take me and I'm <laughs> fucking going to get you quickly. Yeah. That's what it was. But behind him, Coach Chris Fagan was fucking going insane <laughs> and screaming at the Freo Word player. on the street not is – the Freo, the Port Adelaide player. Ugh. Word on the street is they're not wrapped with Port's treatment. Well, it's pretty shit house. Like, did you watch all, like, all the replays and all the little behind-the-off-the-ball yeah, stuff? At one point, someone pushed him into a goalpost and he hit his head – uh, he came off the field at one point. He had all these claw marks on his arm. He was bleeding. He got knocked over. But, you know, uh, he, he laid that, down. And that didn't... feckless fucking thug, Tom Rockliffe, tried to get into him and gave away a 50. You're a dickhead, Tom Rockliffe. We are so happy that you're not in our football club anymore because you're just a fuckwit. Fantasy pig. Go get your fucking handballs and your 10 tackles and get your scores up, dickhead. I hate him. I hate him again. I'd forgiven him, and now I hate him again because he plays for <laughs> Ken Hinckley, that fuck. I hope Port Adelaide lose the last games of the season, all of them. And they sack him. They need to get rid of him. They are, you know what the culture of the Port Adelaide Footy Club is? It's oh no, we we play on heart and passion, and then they they win one week and they lose the next. You can't play on emotion every week. At some point, you have to play the ball. They're attacking the man, and I hate them. And I hate Ken Hinckley. He's the smuggest, most arrogant fuckwit coach. Why isn't he coaching Geelong? He's got all the fucking traits. Ah, because we don't want that kind of arrogance. We want the other kind of arrogance. We want. Dangerfield bursting out of a pack arrogance. I and can't Gary tell Abel, you, you know. how happy I will be the day that they remove him from Port Adelaide. I just feel bad for a bloke like Richo who seems to be a good bloke and he's getting dragged through it and he's just working for a shithouse footy club in St Kilda. Bring him back to Port. Off the field have been doing terrible just things bring him now back for to a port. while. Bring him back to Port. They won't, unfortunately. Just pray to God Michael Voss doesn't have to fucking deal with this football club. God help me. Sean, I never thought I'd I'd be I'd, I support Adelaide Crows, like I hope they do exceedingly well, and Port Adelaide just crumble into nothing. Do you know what I love is that you've won this week, pretty comprehensively, and you're third on the ladder, and yet you're angrier than if you had a loss by a hundred points. I love footy, and um, my girlfriend came into the room at a certain point when I was watching this, and I couldn't sit down. I was pacing. I was. I was getting angry at everything. I was stressed out. And she said, there's 10 minutes left and you're up by like 40 points. What the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm just <laughs> like, I can't help it. It's been like 15 years of this and I just, I can't relax. And I love the club. 
I just didn't like the treatment from Port You're Adelaide. You're the exact opposite of the guy that goes to the Geelong game every week. Yeah. Can't sit down. Can't stop yelling. Although. We- High five and walls. That guy's never touched a wall in his life. Couldn't get to my wall yesterday. So my my usual high five wall, um, it, it was raining outside, so I didn't have the clothes on the line. I had my washing on the little uh. thing inside. But it was in between me and my preferred high five wall. So um, I have to probably test some walls out if I'm going to high five because I know that some of them are brick, but some of them are also not brick. You got to find you got to find the I, sweet spot. I don't want to punch a hole in my wall. You have to find the sweet spot, Tom. Um, how good's um, Jared Lyons? He's been an awesome pickup. Do you, know, do you know what's been great about him is he brings a, a level of maturity and tenacity to a club that is was screaming out for it. Um, and if only Gold Coast have held had have held on to, maybe they wouldn't have been pants by ninety points by Adelaide. Also, his celebration where he gave away that free kick was probably my highlight of the first quarter. It was worth the free kick. It was so good. I love him. It's interesting. You though, haven't like- highlighted though in the first quarter. Every single stoppage felt like it was going to turn into a fight. Oh, for the first was- fifteen minutes, the. Intensity of that game, like I was like, someone's gonna die today. You know, it was you, like scary to watch. Do you know who could feel that intensity? Dermot Burton in the commentary box. He <laughs> fucking loved it. Hardo actually said to him on two separate occasions, "You're the perfect man to be commentating this game," and he just giggled. I did think Mitch Robertson <laughs> was gonna kill somebody. No, but he's different. He's grown. No, no, but <sighs> he wanted to. After when people go after it, his boys, like honestly, I was already queuing up to. You know, go visit him in jail. Yeah, I was writing uh, pl- and give a, him a high five. A uh, plea of crime of passion. Can I just How say, it's footy would have been a character witness that he's hundred percent. We would have come in different disguises, pretending to be different people from his life. Amazing, would have been huge. Uh, during this game, I was watching it at my uh, North Melbourne barracking uncle's house with all of my other uncles who did not really want to talk about the Saturday game, so we were focusing on how exciting Brisbane are to watch how good they were to watch last season as well and how they couldn't quite win. And uh, my uncles were like, oh, I knew you liked footy, but didn't realize you were this much into it. He was like, you're quite the stat man. <laughs> oh, hello, stat man. That was maybe the best compliment I've ever received. Crank out any of my made-up stats? No, see, I was mostly just like, I was the man in the chair as well. I was like, oh, fuck. Bulldogs just won. They're a chance of the eight here. They're only one game out. They're like, oh. And then, yeah, with... Uh, <laughs> didn't know you could read, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Um, You've done all right, kiddo. It's uh, worth pointing out I was the first person in my family to go to university. <laughs> uh, just quickly uh, on Jared Lyons, what I love about what Chris Fagan's done with him is they said, because obviously there's deficiencies in his game, but they've said, this is what you're really good at and we just want you to focus on that. He did the same. There was a great write-up today by uh, Michael Whiting about Daniel Rich and how Chris Fagan just got around him, got interested in his life outside of football, which he apparently does with all the players, but then said, this is what you're best at and we want you to absolutely use your weapons. Whereas Jared Lyons has kind of indicated that at Gold Coast, Stewie Jew kind of wasn't about that. It kept every week it was like, you're doing this wrong and you're doing that wrong and this is your weakness and stuff like that. But Fagan's kind of empowering the players. Well, he's a lot not, of belief at the Lions. He knows that Rich's abilities are his offense and if he believes in his offense, he's more likely to go for the defensive one percenter every now and again too. Yep. Also, Sean. Do you know what they were talking about a lot during the commentary? Mm. And both the commentary was talking about it. My family was talking about it. Everyone's talking about it. Brisbane Lions, they're going to be very scary come September. Mm. In fact, I got another tweet here to read out. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's from friend of the show, Gemma, uh, who runs Play on Radio, which is where you should be listening to this because we get support. You're supporting her network. It's all great for everyone. She tweeted, can't wait for Brisbane to win the flag. (laughs) 
What could you say? I mean, I would say if it wasn't Geelong, I'd love it to be Brisbane, but I'm not going to say that because you'll both make fun of me. No, this time I would allow it. And um, fuck, just I say it, Tom. Say it. If it's not going to be Geelong, I'm okay with being. Oh, boy, boy, boys. <laughs> fuck off. Fuck you. Let's fuck you. Fuck you. Let's talk about next week. <laughs> um, I replied to a tweet saying that uh, I'm booking our flies to the Gabba right now. I'm cracking open the it's finals oh, time, boys. boys. Baby, book her on the show. Get around yeah. Brisbane. Um, what do you want to do next week? Real quick. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I'd yep. like to win next week as well. Yeah, that's, good. That's what I would like. Next to week, do. Friday night, I'm going to Adelaide Oval in what will be maybe the last game of football I see in my life, depending on how the result is. I'm worried so for you. It'll be the last game you ever see because they'll win, and then they'll they'll win the flag in your memory. <laughs> <laughs> the Essendon douches they'll rename themselves in my honor. No, the douche bombers, <laughs> the Joel bombers. <laughs> they just rename themselves the Joel douches. <laughs> <laughs> My face, a red stripe across my face. Oh, beautiful. Anyway, Essendon win at Adelaide Oval. It's going to happen, I believe. Thomas, Thomas. Saturday afternoon, Richmond take on the disgrace that is Port Adelaide. Tigers by 150 points. I know that's what you'd want, but I have a weird feeling. The way Port Adelaide season's going, they'll win this one and they'll lose next week. Ah, fuck them off into oblivion. I hope that Richmond win by heaps so that Essendon's final spot becomes a little bit more secure. Back the boys, Tom. Sure. Marvel Stadium, Carlton take on Gold Coast. Carlton. 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 David Teague to prove Chris Judd wrong again. Giants. Stocks will rise, you might say. (laughs) Everyone should send Chris Judd training wheels. (laughs) Or a picture of his stocks crashing. (laughs) Uh, Giants Stadium, Giants take on Collingwood. Collingwood. They're both sore. Yeah. Teams struggle after a Perth trip. Giants. I think do it for Canelio. Convince him to stay by playing. Josh you know, Kelly's still out. Uh, he might be back. Yeah. Maybe. Jesus. Giants. I'm go Giants. I'm going to go Giants just because I think that uh, Collingwood will be a bit more battered after that. And also Giants know that the season's on the line at this point. It helps you though if Collingwood, Collingwood win. win probably. Helps me though if Colin would lose. Yeah. <sighs> Draw. <laughs> Draw. Uh Brisbane take on North at the Gabba. Brisbane. This could be a huge dangerous game. game. Very dangerous. Nah. Next minute. Uh North are you know playing pretty well. Yeah, but they've got to go to the Gabatois. Um did um Ben Cuntington get suspended? What do you reckon? He punched someone. No. So no. no okay, so he's playing. Um That's all right, because you know who will be playing for you? Who? Mitch Duran Robinson. And what do you think will happen to Ben if he goes after one of your And balls? it won't be a punch. It'll just be a tackle. It'll be a completely fair tackle. From Chris Fagan. From Chris- <laughs> also, we're going to get Hipwood, McCluggage, and Hodge back next week. Ah. Oh. Ben Cunnington tries anything. Imagine if Hodge you- might kill him. Do you reckon they would have tried the same strategy uh, on the weekend if Hodge was playing? Yes. Oh, it would have been less effective. <laughs> It wasn't very effective. No, actually, it might have. It's probably for the best because our the young boys kept it under control. Whereas Hodgie might have like ended his career. Hodgie would style. have ended his career, and Robbo would have been like, "I'm going to do what Hodge does because I love him." Yeah. <laughs> they all would have. Yeah. Uh, next um, game. Yeah, Brisbane. Have we made the comparison between the Knuckle Puck brothers in the Mighty Ducks yes. and Hodge and Mitchell and Robinson? Hundred percent. Because imagine them just streaming out of the back line when Locking Neal's being bullied in the center and just killing. Flying V. <laughs> Into his throat. Yeah, it would have been no good for him. 
Bris Vegas, it's back. The oh. lights. <laughs> Is that the televised game? Uh, it's might between be. that and Frio and Sydney. What time's what time's that one on? Our eight. one's seven twenty-five. This and is eight ten. Ah, uh, yours. Fuck yeah, yours. Oof. Oh, I get shit house commentary. Can't wait. Yeah, you get Luke Darcy going. Oh, I love football. <laughs> All right, and then Optus Stadium, Freo take on Sydney. Sydney, Sydney. I think Freo might win this one. Nah. Then Sunday we have Geelong take on Hawthorne at the MCG. Huge. Guys, I'm going and uh, I'll be standing a lot and uh, we're going to smash them. Bloody massive. Geelong, I think. I think our rusty games are against rusty teams. We'll lift for this one. Yeah, Geelong. Comfortably. And then Melbourne take on West Coast at TAO Park. West Coast. Where is that stadium? Uh, Darwin. Uh, Alice Springs. Oh, that's right, yeah. Is it? Is it? I think Traeger Park's Alice Springs actually. So, yeah, oh, okay. Darwin. Well, this North. is T.A.O. Traeger Park. I'm gonna, oh, well, then I think it's Alice Springs. Yeah. I have to tip Eagles. I've tipped Melbourne too many times this year, including on the weekend, like a fuckwit. Yeah, Eagles. And, and then, then finally, last game of the round, St. Kilda take on Western Bulldogs. St. Kilda, uh, Western Bulldogs need to win this if they want to keep their dream alive, and yes. I think they will. Saints need to win it if they want to keep their coach alive. Which they don't. Bulldogs. I'm going to back the Saints. So the Bulldogs, stay of execution. It's actually Beveridge's plan to lose the next two, so they have to win, keep winning, underdog. Yep. All right, done. Saints. All right, uh, we didn't actually get any emails this week, but we did get a lot of tweets, so I'm assuming a lot of people just let their emotions out via Twitter. So uh, Jordan has tweeted us that, uh, yeah, good boy, good boy, good footy energies, made a post that sounds like very much something like this show is responsible for, which is that, uh, the AFL does a post about Brisbane winning. It usually gets heaps of likes because most most of us footy supporters don't mind it. And as we hit like, we all mutter, mutter to ourselves, how about them Lions? How about them Lions? Love it. Um, I We actually got a tweet from Jacob Reed in, in response to the halftime score of uh, <laughs> the Brisbane Port Adelaide game. So how good's footy uh, retweeted the halftime score? That would have been you, would it? That was me. Oh, it wasn't me because I wouldn't have had the courage to do it at halftime. I would have uh, been freaking out. Uh, CC, Jacob Reed, Koshi, Brisbane sends their regards. And Jacob replied with, ha, 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 nah, not too flat. Beat the Geelong Cats mob. Life's good. Not Fuck that, that good, though. He, uh, he also sent me a message at 5.56. Fuck my team. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> we got a lot of tweets about peop- us just screaming. Uh, a lot of people checking in on my health after uh, the Essendon win. And just a tweet from Play on Radio saying, the lid's off at How Good's Footy. It is. It's gone. We could have a finals trinity, and that's fucked up. And if we get that, we get a roast. Uh, so send us some emails, guys. Let us know what you think of How Good's Footy shaping the finals um, at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com, or you can tweet us. At How Goods Footy or individually, I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Psychic of Dowie. And I'm at Douche 13. See you in space next week, everyone. I'll be there. Me too. Me three. Oh, right. Wait, before we go, two things. One, just a reminder about our trivia night with Play on Radio. All of the details you can find on our Twitter account. It's a pinned tweet. There's no excuses for missing out on this. It'll be a good night. Secondly, a huge thank you to Picket Palace for letting us use their song, Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody. As the intro and outro of today's episode, that song is available on Spotify and iTunes. The music video is very good and on YouTube. Check it out. Support them to thank them for supporting us.
And until next week, go Bombers. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.